green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, March 7th. This week's theme, Experiencing Hope in Baptism. Today's scripture reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1-13 through 13 from the Message Translation, which reads, First this, God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God spoke, light, and light appeared. God saw that light was good and separated light from dark. God named the light day. He named the dark night. It was evening. It was morning. Day one. God spoke, sky in the middle of the waters. Separate water from water. God made sky. He separated the water under sky from the water above sky, and there it was. He named the sky the heavens. It was evening. It was morning. Day two. God spoke, separate water beneath heaven, gather into one place, land, appear. And there it was. God named the land earth. He named the pooled water ocean. God saw that it was good. God spoke, earth, green up, grow all varieties of seed-bearing plants, every sort of fruit-bearing tree. And there it was. God produced green seed-bearing plants, all varieties, and fruit-bearing trees of all sorts. God saw that it was good. It was evening. It was morning. Day three. What communion sustains and nurtures, baptism opens and initiates and creates in many ways. In communion, we ingest and imbibe hope through bread and wine. In baptism, we are quite literally immersed in hope through water. It's a sad commentary in our religious culture over the centuries that what was meant to be a door of hope has too often been turned into a stoning pit of the Valley of Achor. you have to read Joshua 7 for that one. Christians have literally drowned one another over the issue of baptism and how it is performed. You want immersion? I'll give you immersion. Which can only lead me to conclude that someone's baptism somewhere didn't quite take however it was administered. We are baptized into hope, into a new way of viewing and doing life, specifically the Jesus way of viewing and doing life. Something actually happens in baptism besides just getting wet, just as something actually happens in communion besides nibbling on a wafer or consuming a thimbleful of grape juice. The one is more than just remembering, even as the other is more than just a symbolic initiation ritual. 
I recall listening to a teaching by John Wimber years ago as he insisted that we were missing something in each of these two historic sacraments of Christian tradition if we water them down to an optional ritual, like whether or not you want to have a unity candle at your wedding, or if you'd rather pour different colored sand into pretty vases, or oh, we'll just skip both altogether. Each are meant to convey more. Each are doorways, specifically doorways to hope. Or as today's text would suggest, to an act of new creation. Just as the breath of God hovered over the primal, watery chaos of that unformed, massive, surging potential, brooding it to life, receptive to the ensuing divine creative words, let there be, let there be, let there be, so that same spirit hovers and broods over us in these waters. And maybe, just maybe, if we lean in close enough and quiet ourselves just enough, we too may hear the same divine word over these baptismal waters. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter, in whom I am well pleased, as he sees that, yes, indeed, this is very good. Now, listen prayerfully and carefully again to this second reading of today's text. What do you see? What pops out to you as you hear this text a second time, especially as you relate it to the idea of a new creation in baptism? Your new creation. What question is stirred? What nudge are you sensing? Pause and reflect as you're led. First this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless an emptiness, an empty blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the, the watery abyss. God spoke, light, and light appeared. God saw that light was good and separated light from dark. God named the light day. He named the dark night. It was evening. It was morning. Day one. God spoke, sky, in the middle of the waters, separate water from water. God made sky. He separated the water under sky from the water above sky, and there it was. He named sky the heavens. It was evening. It was morning. Day two. God spoke, separate, water beneath heaven, gather into one place, land, appear. And there it was. God named the land earth. He named the pool water, ocean. God saw that it was good. God spoke, earth, green up, grow all varieties of seed-bearing plants, every sort of fruit-bearing tree. And there it was. Earth produced green seed-bearing plants, all varieties, and fruit-bearing trees of all sorts. God saw that it was good. It was evening. It was morning. Day three. So, what has baptism meant to you personally? Have you experienced it? What drew you to it? What impact did it have upon you? Breath of heaven, hover over the chaotic waters of my life. And as I emerge from the baptismal waters of this moment, bring forth your new creation in me, a creation of faith, a creation of love, a creation of hope, a hope that though we wait long, will never disappoint. 
to your spirit in, with, and upon us. Amen.